the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good evening. Happy Friday. Woo! It's Friday night. (laughs) It is Friday night. We've made it, babies. We've made it to the end of another challenging week here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we've got good news to share with y'all here on tonight's show, Friday Fun Day. We've got good news to share. We've got a giveaway for y'all on tonight's show. We've got amazing guests. We've got Jesse Jane Duff, the one and only the hot witch that she is is going to be here. And that's the highest compliment I can give any woman. She's going to be here bringing her fiery self to talk about today's hot topics. Of course, on Fridays, that means we got our education segment. Bob Walters is going to be here. And we've got a little Friday fun day in the 20th and 22nd anniversary of Princess Diana's death. We've got, there's a musical that's actually going to be hitting Broadway soon. And so we're going to be talking about uh, Princess Diana the musical and uh, we got Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. And, of course, we're willing to cram in a little phone call or two from you guys if you want to call in. 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Jot that down because you're going to need that a little bit later for the giveaway as well as um, if you do want to call in with any other topics. Uh, the man who's going to take your phone calls, who I'm honored to share every night with and every week, it's DJ Carrot Sticks. So many friends in San Diego. My best friend. He goes by DJ Carrot Sticks. I'm always fired up on the Andrea K Show. I'm extra fired up because I had my protein keto-style jerky, thanks to AK. That's right. Now, y'all might have been thinking that um, that uh, there couldn't have been anything yummier to DJ Carrot Sticks than the po- than those Krispy Kreme donuts that I posted pics of. But no, he, he, he ain't tempted by no donuts. Um, so I brought him in some jerky. One of those, like, sleight of hand tricks. She brings in donuts and then gives me the jerky. But you can't go wrong with jerky. No, you can't go wrong with jerky. Um, Did you know that, uh, by the way, DJ Carrot Sticks, every day is like a day. National Donut Day. Today is National Joke Day, National Telejoke Day. Do you happen to have any jokes you want to throw out there? Um, Not that are – not too many G-rated ones I have in my repertoire. Well, I I thought you were good – you were good i thought you were a good sweet boy i didn't know that you what did the one piece of toast say to the other i don't know what you're my butter half oh no <laughs> oh man that's so bad here's so one that asking me <laughs> <laughs> you know what i actually love cheesy jokes i'll get into some serious uh topics here in a minute but if you guys want to call in you got a good joke i would love to hear it it's friday let's let let's have a little fun national tell a joke day here's one that i thought was cute um a bear walks into a bar and says give me a whiskey and coke why the big pause, asked the bar- bartender, because he paused between whiskey and Coke. Uh, why the big pause, asked the bartender. The bear shrugged. I'm not sure I was born with him. I kind of blew the joke there because I didn't get the pause. <laughs> I'm not good at telling jokes either. Here's, okay, so I'll give you this one, then I'll move on. A man was admitted to the hospital this morning with several plastic horses in his stomach. A hospital spokesperson has reported that he is now in stable condition. But I'm teesh. <laughs> what? What? You didn't have anything any better. Okay. Anyway. Uh, all right. I, I, I got to read one more because now I'm on a roll. Okay. Why do you yogurts like going to the museum? Because it's cultured. 
Uh, that's a little better. I okay. Like <laughs> okay. You know what? Let's move on to some good political news. On the heels of another phenomenal performance last night from President Trump. You know, before I get into the good news of President Trump, let me set the stage here. Because I've talked before about how Drudge Report, I hardly ever even go there anymore. In fact, if I, if I go to Drudge now, it's because I want to see how that never-Trumper is trying to undermine President Trump and cooperate with the left in terms of continuing to undermine him. The left is in both parties are actually still working to unseat a free and fairly elected President Trump. And meanwhile, while he's still president, they're doing everything they can to undermine him. Yesterday, yesterday I think it was, Top of Drudge was showing Elizabeth Warren what, oh, record crowds for Elizabeth Warren. Trump gret, as though, you know, as though people had Trump regret. There's there was more people in line at my Krispy Kreme donuts today than at that Elizabeth Warren rally. And then tonight they've got at the top of Drudge, uh, not the top of Drudge, but to the left, Fox News poll. Uh, Trump losing to Biden and Warren and all these other people. It's just it's just nonsense. I don't I don't know what Fox's polling is. I don't typically pay a whole lot of attention to polls. But you know what? At the risk of sounding like a hypocrite, I'm going to go ahead and quote a poll, though. Uh, Zogby is, and, and they'll tell you why I'm going to quote this poll, because I think most polling outfits are going to do everything that they can to manipulate the numbers against Trump. So when we have a polling outfit that comes out with good news for Trump, I think we can accept that it's real. How's that for some reverse psychology? So Zogby came out uh, today, actually yesterday, new polling numbers, that President Trump is at 51% approval, which is huge. At this point in Obama's presidency, what was he at, 37 38%? This is absolutely – can you imagine the approval ratings of President Trump if we did not have the propagandists in the media that we have, if we actually had – not had the coup attempt. Let's had if we had a media that actually did its job, which is to report, to report, to report on facts, using facts to actually report what's going on, instead of using their media outlets to push out false narratives. We had a news story come out today that the New York the New York Times has admitted that basically they turned their entire operation into a Russia hoax propaganda outlet. Two and a half years, we heard. All day, every day, on top of this constant drumbeat that President Trump is misogynistic, sexist, homophobic, all the all the different ist. They have been pushing out that he was a Russian um, operative who was uh, who was installed into office thanks to Russia. That it was not even worse than Russian collusion, but that he was flat out an operative uh, for Russia. Can you imagine what his poll numbers would be? But still, in spite of all that, he's at 51%. Where I take a little bit of umbrage by Zogby is where they they um, insert a little supposition here. Uh, they say that it has to do with the economy, um, but also that it's, quote, plausible that he's benefiting from poor performances by the Democrat uh, presidential candidates. Well, I, I really don't like the word plausible because I think that that's basically guesswork. But you know what? I'll take that, too. And you know why? Because, yeah. Trump said last night, look, you better vote for me. Look at the options. Look at the options. It's National Tell-A-Joke Day. Every day I get up and I'm like, are we being punked? We being punked that we've got (laughs) the Democrats, the, the, the one who's moved into second place now is a woman who literally pretended to be an American Indian. Stole an identity, hijacked. What, what's the what's the term? The, the crazy kids on the left culturally uh, uh, committed an act of cultural appropriation pre- appropriations, pretending to be a Native American so she could get a gig. 
That's who they got at the number. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say I'll take that, even though that wasn't necessarily in there. And yeah, uh, that wasn't necessarily, I guess, a part of the question, Uh, the polling data, um, as well as the fact that they're pushing out, raising their hands for free health care to every illegal who comes across in this country. They refuse. They were here. They are pushing gun ban laws, gun uh, focusing on gun confiscation. But none of them, not one of them voted. They all voted down for gun uh, laws for illegal criminals. There was some legislation that would have provided um, uh, information being given to ICE on any illegals involved in, in owning or possessing firearms. And they voted against that. Here's some other interesting things that has to do uh, with the Zogby poll. Um, It also shows that Trump has maintained his base. An overwhelming number of Republicans still approve of Trump at 86%. That's absolutely critical. Um, Because I've been concerned that if we didn't get the wall built, if we didn't get some of the uh, accountability that the conservatives were looking for as part of his campaign promises, that they might stay at home. That, That the issue for Trump won't necessarily be who's running against him, but whether or not people might feel defeated, what's the point of coming out and voting for him again? But I'm glad to see that his base is still there. When he, but the most exciting, the most exciting uh, polling results here has to do with Trump and minorities. There's a reason why the left is doubling down and seizing upon and using every dead person that they can, every illegal alien that they can, every issue that they can to accuse President Trump and Trump supporters of being white supremacists and white nationalists because they are bleeding the minority vote. According to this Zogby poll, Hispanics were much more likely to prove of his job. 49, 49% approval with Hispanics. That's astounding. And it's the second straight poll with over a quarter support from African-Americans, 28%. This is incredible. According to Zogby, he says if Trump wins half of Hispanics and a quarter of, of African-Americans, the Democrats are in trouble. Absolutely. I mean, really, what really, be, what really begs uh, a question is why African-Americans, it's only 28%. Obama did absolutely nothing for the African-American community. The Democrats... And on top of the fact that the Democrats and their war on poverty and $40 billion have done nothing but left more African-Americans impoverished. They support Planned Parenthood, which was founded for strictly for the purpose of of eradicating black people. Their policies are about oppression. Their policies are intended. They focused, sought out, intended to destroy the the African-American family for the purpose of keeping them impoverished and keeping them dependent on the state. How any African-American, just like I, I question, and we're going to talk to Jesse Jane Duff here because things are getting even more heated between Rashida Tlaib and Ilan Omar in Israel. Just as though it's astounding to me how any Jew could vote for Democrat. It's astounding to me how any African-American could vote because, you know, you would think that, it, OK, well, it might make sense if they thought that they were actually going to get some benefit from Democrats, but they're not. Um, so what is uh, something else I want to talk to Jesse Jane Duff about in a minute is, is according to Zogby, he's having trouble with suburban women. He's only got 38% approval there while he's gaining support with urban women, which is interesting because you would think the urban women would be the young women expecting all their, you know, you know, feminine unmentionables and other stuff to be paid for and birth control be paid for by uh, government. I, I'm curious as to this suburban women um numbers and it makes me question the accuracy of it we're going to take a break when we come back we're going to talk to jesse jane duff here and a little later in the show here's what our giveaway is my girl liz wheeler's book tipping points 
because you know what? In spite of these poll numbers, we cannot take that. We cannot just think that we got this election in the bag. Liz Wheeler is one of the most brilliant conservative minds out there. And in her book, you can learn how to debate a liberal on every topic and win. Because you know what? We can't just count on President Trump giving amazing rallies. We have to be able to communicate with our friends and our families and convince them for why they need to vote President Trump in 2020. If you want a copy of the must-read book of the summer, Liz Wheeler's book, Tipping Points, give us a call later on in the show, 888-344-1170. And stay tuned. We're Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. KCBQ is conducting a test of the emergency alert system. This is only a test. AM 1170, The Answer. With our high utility rates, the last thing you need is to waste energy. If your home comfort system is constantly cycling on and off, or if you have hot or cold pockets in your home, that's a red flag. Proper maintenance prolongs the life of your system and saves you money on energy costs. Jackson and Foster Heating and Air have been honored as a North American Contractor of the Year for providing superior service and top quality HVAC products at affordable rates. They're pretty proud of that award and look forward to showing you how they earned that honor. They offer 24-hour emergency service on every major brand. They won't try to sell you a new system if you don't need one and will never recommend any parts that are not necessary. Call Jackson and Foster Heating and Air for a cleaning and inspection. Mention radio and save $25 on your service call. Jackson and Foster Heating and Air. Our family, serving your family since 1931. Call 619-667-4328. 619-667-4328. 619-667-4328. We have reached the age where things just cost more. Cars, mm-hmm. phones, mm-hmm. life insurance. Your blood pressure is up. <laughs> Your weight is up. <laughs> You're one to talk. I have type 2 diabetes, so I'm getting dinged just like you. Thank goodness for Big Lou. Big Lou! Big Lou can get term life insurance rates for a 50-year-old male with type 2 diabetes or high blood pressure, or maybe he's on anxiety meds mm-hmm. for just around $200 a month for a million dollars of coverage. Oh, you got to say that again. Go ahead. Okay, I'll say it. Big Lou and... And term provider could get a 50-year-old man, a little dinged up, a uh-huh. million dollars in life insurance for around $200 a month. Call Big Lou. Big Lou. He's like you. 800-555-2085. That's 800 800-555- 555 
855-2085. Don't put it off. If you're overweight, diabetic, have high blood pressure, you gotta call Big Lou. Gotta. 800-555-2085. Write it down. 800-555-2085. The Supreme Court confirmation process has been on the point of breakdown for 30 years, and it finally collapsed with the nomination of Brett Kavanaugh. I'm Molly Hemming. And I'm Carrie Severino. Our new book, Justice on Trial. The Kavanaugh confirmation in the future of the Supreme Court tells the story of the process that Kavanaugh himself called a national disgrace and a circus. The Supreme Court is the arbiter of America's most divisive disputes. The incentive to destroy Supreme Court nominees has become nearly irresistible. Our book, Justice on Trial, explores how that happened to Brett Kavanaugh and what we must do to prevent it from happening again. With more than 100 interviews, including the president, dozens of senators and other officials, we uncovered shocking details untold until now. Will the next confirmation fight be even uglier than Kavanaugh's? Our new book, Justice on Trial, has the answer. Justice on Trial, the Kavanaugh confirmation and the future of the Supreme Court is the explosive new bestseller by Molly Hemingway and Carrie Severino. Published by Regnery. Get your copy now at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, and wherever books are sold. FM 96.1 North County. And AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. I'm thinking that this song actually, is that from Easy Rider? Yeah, it is. DJ Carrot Sticks is playing the bumper from Easy Rider. Um, Peter Fonda died today, uh, 78 or 79 years old from lung cancer. Uh, thoughts and prayers out to the family of Peter Fonda, but that's a long, that's a long and prosperous life. Um, but anyway, um, rest in peace, Peter Fonda. Uh, Got to get back to the show, though. My girl Jesse Jane Duff is waiting. She'll be on in a moment. But before we go to Jesse Jane Duff to, to pick her brain on the hot topics of the day, I'm going to go to the phones real quick. Steve is on the line. Hey, Steve, welcome to the Andrea K Show. Hey there, Steve McKay on Facebook. Look, you guys are talking about Trump derangement syndrome and the, and the polls. Uh, I figured they're all skewed. Bill Barr, if that man does his job, this will be an easy uh, win for Trump if he prosecutes Lois Lerna. She's already been convicted for her IRS targeting of the conservatives. If those Muslim IT directors that were working for the House and the Senate Democrats – if they if they're prosecuted, him and his brother, if they're prosecuted, that will show that uh, Bill Barr has straightened up the uh, the House. And Bill uh, James Comey, he wasn't held responsible. You got Peter Strzok and Lisa Page; they they should be indicted. If these simple things that I've outlined just now come to fruition, as as every uh, logical person knows that they should, everybody will feel comfortable that the government has corrected the. The uh, infiltration of that these departments were weaponized, and I believe Trump will slide into a wonderful victory with the stats that you pointed out from the Latino and the black community on board because the economy is so good. The final point is the Democrats will try their best to tank the economy mm-hmm. right before the election to and blame it on Trump, obviously. So those are the facts. Well, Steve McKay, thank you for calling in. That's a great way to, to just give it over to my girl, Jesse Jane Duff. Y'all know who Jesse Jane Duff is. She's been on my show quite a few times. Gunnery Sergeant, U.S. Marine, retired. Hoorah. Uh, she's on the Trump Campaign Advisory Board. She's also a senior fellow at the London Center for Policy Research. And I, the greatest compliment I can give any woman is that she's a hot witch. That's what we call that's what we call a go-getter successful woman in my corporate days. Welcome back to the show, Jesse Jane Duff. 
I am so motivated with my new title, <laughs> which are we motivated, everybody? It's like Friday, and we survived yeah. another week of D.C. Yeah, what you do know you th- why? Because Congress is out. Yeah, absolutely. They're out on August recess. What do you think about Steve McKay's suggestion there, that caller? He says, look, if Trump did, reminding us of going back to the Obama administration of the scandals in the weaponized government, the IRS, over 60-something percent of Americans at the time said, Jesse Jane Duff, that they wanted something done about that, and there's never been any accountability that would accomplish a few things by going back to that. Uh, it would accomplish uh, showing that the Trump administration is serious about accountability, as well as reminding people of the Democrat Party and their tyranny and oppression by weaponizing the government. What do you think about his suggestions? I, I agree 100 percent. The wheels of just move, justice move slowly. Uh, they're painfully slow, but they do move. And I expect that William Barr has had a very strategic investigation into what were the origins of this steel dossier? What were the origins of what created this demise? And, you know, we may not be able to get the very biggest fish at the top of the pile because they're very good at cleaning up their scent along the way. But many people who had enabled her, uh, the I'm with her candidate, they will be brought to justice. I expect this on some level, and I expect that it's not going to be something that where we just turn the page, as many Republican leaders try to say, well, let's just move past this. Mm -hmm. You know what? This is why Republicans continually lose in elections, because they acquiesce to the Democratic shenanigans, and we're always trying to play diplomatic. Have we not learned anything from President Trump? that this diplomatic approach will get you nowhere, you've got to come out and you got to hit that ball hard because the American voter, the American taxpayer, the people that are putting these people in office are sick and tired of no results. And we remember, and it's been played over and over on social media, we remember him saying, you would not want me to be in charge of the Department of Justice because why? You'd be in jail. That's right. And that resonates. It did. And that's and it resonated so much that many people thought that as well as the key moment of of busting Hillary Clinton for her stance on uh, infanticide and late term abortion were the two key things that got President Trump elected. And he needs to defund Planned Parenthood and he needs uh, to uh, uh, to actually have justice be brought down on Hillary Clinton and others. Got to get into a couple of other things here. The Zogby poll came out showing incredible approval numbers for President Trump, except in one area. And you being a a part of the uh, Trump Advisory Board, as well as uh, the Women for Trump, I'm not sure if you you believe that that the one area that he's having trouble with is suburban women. He's gaining with urban women, but losing in suburban women. I'm not sure if you believe that and what the issue might be there. Well, the reason I don't necessarily follow it, because, first of all, uh, the data shows that his campaign donations were over 50 percent female since he started his new campaign in the last three months. He's raised more money uh, than half of his campaign in the last last election cycle. So he's well on track already to overwhelming the numbers that he's expected in the next year and a half. And when you have the average donor, 41 some odd dollars per person, and over 50% of those donors are women, that tells me mm-hmm. he has a huge grassroots element that's going on. And how many of those suburban women got the phone call? One, two. I just hung up on a pollster yesterday because I don't know who's polling. Uh-huh. I don't know where the data's going. 
thing. I've gotten a little bit self-conscious with my phone number out there anyway. Right. So I do appreciate that there are people out there that may not even want to participate in polls because they don't know that they're going to become a product of targeted harassment. That's and right. who would be more sensitive to that than a mom with children, right. women who are in the suburbs, where they may not feel as protected as you sometimes can feel when you're closer to maybe police departments. I hate to sound like a paranoid person here, but often people don't want to share their views when they are often criticized for those views. And being a female Trump supporter, I tell you right now, we are the greatest threat to the Democratic machine, female voters for President Trump, because we will make this election. We will turn this. And the donation numbers alone show me that women are investing in it. And when women give just $40, I tell every lady out there and every man out there, if it's $20, $40, we've already hit the halfway point to where he was at in his first election cycle. But when they invest a little bit of money, they now feel an obligation to vote because they've invested right. in the election. Right. Um, switching uh, to the other side of the aisle and the, and the ladies over there, if you're just tuning in, this is the Andrea K. Show, and we're talking to Jesse Jane Duff. It is given what, – what was it Michelle Obama who said, when they go low, we go high – well, that they have gone, Rashida Tlaib and Ilhan Omar, in their battle against Benjamin Netanyahu and their anti-Semitism against Israel, they just went even lower today. Uh, your thoughts, uh, just to, uh, to update everybody, so uh, Benjamin Netanyahu, Bibi, my longest standing crush for the great, uh, uh, on the great Bibi, he says, you know what, we, we, we told people you're not going to get into this country if you support BDS. That includes U.S. Congresswomen. So he said no, Rashida Tlaib, Ilhan Omar, you don't get to come into Israel. Uh, they had a big hissy fit. He said, well, if you want to come, Rashida Tlaib, to visit your family on a humanitarian basis, fine, but you can't come here and, and to further a movement that is meant to destroy us financially as well as to deny our right to exist. And then it got even uglier today with Rashida Tlaib saying, I, never mind, I don't need to visit my sick granny. I don't want to deal with Israel oppression and then Ilhan Omar flat out accused Israel of a Muslim ban your thoughts Jesse Jane Duff you know, it's it's hysterical. Yeah, there is a Muslim ban, and it's about 13 countries that are Muslim that ban Israelis from traveling into them. I'd love to hear uh, Ilan Omar address that. They cannot travel into 13 Muslim countries. That's your Muslim ban, Ilan Omar. <laughs> you know, the Muslims that live in Israel would highly refute that. This is the only democracy that's in the Middle East where Christians, Jews, and Muslims and people of non-faith can live in harmony. It's a proven fact. In fact, Palestinians are employed by many of the factories that are in Israel and because of Israel have a livelihood for their own children and families, which they cannot get in their own community because they're living in poverty. Rashid Tlaib is a charlatan. She wanted to say that she actually posted on Twitter, quote, when I won, I gave the Palestinian people hope <laughs> that someone will finally speak the truth about the inhumane conditions. I cannot allow the state of Israel to take away that light by humiliating me and using my love of city to bow down to their oppressive and racist policies. Wow. Well, you know what? I'm sorry, you just now showed us that you were not representing the United States. You ran for Congress to represent the Palestinian people. If that is not an admission of being a foreign agent in Congress, 
I don't know what is. Oh, well, yeah. Let's remind everybody that she's on video dancing around on election night draped in a Palestinian flag. Uh, you know, so and, and let's remind everybody that this BDS movement that she and Ilhan, Ohan, Ilhan Omar were going over to represent, uh, the, they were being paid by this guy, uh, Mufti, or I don't remember the name. Uh, they support flat out support terrorism against Israel. We have two anti-Semitic women in Congress who support terrorism and actually have partnered with terrorist organizations against Israel. Uh, how can any Jew vote for the Democrat Party at this point? And how can we have... How can we have two anti-Semitic women who were involved in terrorist organizations and CARE and others? Ilhan Omar was in L.A. fundraising for CARE, a front group for Hamas. How do we have that happening in our Congress? I don't even understand uh, the APAC. APAC has come out supporting yeah. these two charlatans of uh, representing, you know, Americans when they're not. They're clearly tied to various terrorist forms by their votes or by their sympathy or empathy towards ISIS fighters uh, for giving life insurance policies to those who uh, were ISIS fighters that may have died. I mean, we could go on and on. Yeah. But Ilan Omar even stated that when we plan to visit Hebron, once a bustling economic hub, settlement expansion has resulted in a two-tiered city with Palestinians under military occupation forced to walk on the opposite side of the street from Israelis. Well, I'm sorry. You know what my response is? In Hebron and the rest of the West Bank under the Palestinian Authority, it's illegal to sell land to Jews. In yeah. fact, it's punishable by death. Wow. So, you know, they're selling a doggone line of dishonesty and deceit. They're sweeping Americans who are probably very patriotic citizens who aren't doing their homework and want to be empathetic to a minority that's in Congress, which is commendable, but turn around and sell their soul to this malarkey that they're selling the American voter. Well, the American voter needs to educate themselves. I'm actually thinking that this is back, going to backfire seriously on the Democrat Party. I don't know how this 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 war the Democrats think uh, that these two have waged against Israel. I don't know how well they think it's going to play out for them, but I don't think it's going to play out well for them at all. Jesse Jane Duff, thank you for being here. You are amazing and a fan favorite, and I just appreciate you so much. Well, I am a what a witch, what a, a hot witch. witch. You're a hot, hot witch, witch, baby. I was going to say a wicked witch. That would fit, too, but that's good. <laughs> Have a great weekend, everybody. Stay motivated. You're in beautiful San Diego where the weather's always shine. That's right. Thank you so much, Annie. Thank you. All right. Now, uh, stay uh, stay tuned. We're going to take a skinny, tiny little break. We come back. We're going to go to the phones. We've got a caller waiting. And then uh, who wants to talk about AOC? And then we got Bob Walters who's going to be here with his weekly education segment. A little bit later on the show, we're going to be giving away Liz Wheeler's book, Tipping Points, 888-344-1170. Don't go away. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. 
The goal of your small business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The small business tax specialists at AV Areas offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. Call Al Arias at AV Arias Company, your small business tax specialists. 619-296-2123. 619-296-2123. Online at avariasco.com. AM 1170, The Answer. You sure you don't want to take my car? Nah, you drove last time, pal. It's just that you've had this car a long time. 27 years. Now, the driver's side door doesn't open, so we're going to have to climb in the... The passenger uh, side? The window. None of the doors actually open. uh, open. No, they don't. Bill, why don't you go to Toyota Carlsbad for big savings on a used car? It's my credit. Not that good. Now, if the gas pedal sticks, I'm probably going to hit... The brakes? No, a hedge or a shrub. That always slows me down. Eventually. You really need to get to Toyota Carlsbad. The salespeople are friendly and relaxed, but plus they can help you with financing. So you can get a... A car with brakes that work? Absolutely. So I'll be able to stop whenever I want to? Uh-huh. What a concept. Yeah. A full stop, even at a stop sign? Uh-huh. Because my neighbors are running out of shrubs. I've flattened so many pulling into the driveway. It's, it's embarrassing. got to be really? bad, yeah. Toyota Carlsbad. Hurry in today to Toyota Carlsbad for big savings and a great selection of used Toyotas and other pre-owned vehicles. Save time today and shop online at toyotacarlsbad.com. Toyota Carlsbad, I-5, Cannon Road, Car Country, Carlsbad. Your mental health is just as important as your physical health. You are what you eat, what you watch, what you listen to, and what you think. Hi, I'm Cecile Ahrens, licensed therapist and owner of Transcend Therapy. Join me for Get Mental, Saturdays at 6 a.m. We'll talk all things mental health. Get Mental will inform, guide, and connect you on the big and small everyday happenings that affect our mental and emotional well-being. And we'll have a little fun along the way. That's Get Mental, Saturdays at 6 a.m., only on The Answer San Diego. Um, excuse me. Yes. In case you haven't noticed, advertising has changed over the years. What? Now, there's digital. You need Salem Surround. When a customer does a search, do they find your business or the competition? Is your business's contact information accurate and everywhere it should be on the web? How about the right tools to turn visitors into leads? Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence. Learn more at surroundsandiego.com. Surroundsandiego.com. Hey, this is DJ Carrot Sticks, the producer of the Andrea K Show, here to tell you about some of the specials going on at Warm Hearth Fireside and Patio this summer. Come check out the Alpha wood-fired ovens and prep tables and save up to $500 on your purchase. Make everything from pizza to prime rib in your own backyard. And if low and slow is more your thing, then listen up. Mention the Answer San Diego and get a free bag of hardwood cooking pellets with any new pellet grill purchase. Choose from Traeger or Green Mountain Grill. And your only stop on the way home is the butcher for that thick, juicy sirloin. Don't want to miss the game inside while your steak is cooking out back? Both Green Mountain Grill and Traeger offer Wi-Fi models, which lets you monitor your grill and the temperature of your food from your phone using the mobile app. The Warm Hearth is your backyard summer headquarters, located on the corner of Jackson and La Mesa Boulevard. Check them out online at warmhearthfireplaceandpatio.com. That's warmhearthfireplaceandpatio.com. FM 96.1 North County. And AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back. 
Welcome back to tonight's Andrew K. Show. Glad to have you all here with me. Um, before I go to my buddy Bob Walters for uh, his ed- weekly education segment, got to go to the phones quickly. It seems like we've got a theme tonight. We've got Steve's calling in right and left. Steve from Ohio is on the phone. Hi, Steve. Welcome to the Andrew K. Show. Hey, thanks, Andrew. Really enjoy listening to you. Thank you. I appreciate you. What you want to say? You got something you want to say about AOC? Well, what I want to say about AOC is that uh, from what I look at it, she's got a group of people running against her who are unknowns. And uh, I originally came out of the uh, New York area many years ago, and there's one uh, community activist running against her named Jim Dillon, and he lives in Sunnyside, Queens. And uh, he is basically running, his theme is he's against the uh, socialist idea. Mm -hmm. And uh, what I think is, is that uh, we need to get his name out, uh, get his name known around uh, at least District 14, if not around the whole country, because her election will be very, very high visibility. And... uh, you know, I've known uh, Dylan for 40 years. He's around 70 years old, but he, he, he's still feisty, and uh, I think he could give her a good run for the money if uh, he gets a team behind him. All right. Well, you know what? Um, uh, I don't know if you've got his contact information. Maybe DJ Carrot Sticks can invite him on the show. You know, 70 is young compared to Joe Biden, so if Biden can run at almost 80, this guy can run against AOC. Most of her campaign contributions are coming from outside of the state, not uh, in addition to her district, and they were not really happy with her that she got them, uh, she got uh, Amazon to leave, and costing her district something like thirty to forty thousand jobs. So I'd love to have him on the show, Steve. I wish I had more time with you. Thank you for calling, um, but to stay on the line if you've got contact information for Carrot Sticks, and we'll invite this guy on 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 the show. Um, got to switch gears now to my buddy Bob Walters, who's waiting patiently on the line. Hey, Bob, welcome back to the show. Hello, good to be here. Yeah, um, so before we get into it, i got to remind everybody. We do these segments every week alerting you guys to what, what is going on with the curriculums around the country. We all need to get involved. We all need to be going to these school board meetings. We need to be running for the school board, even if you don't have kids. Uh, we, this is the battleground for the country. In addition to alerting everybody about what's going on and, and what we need to, to fight back against, we also need to promote ideas. For what should be happening in the schools. And Bob's written an amazing book called Facing Reality in American Education that does just that. Get a copy off of Amazon. Um, so, Bob Walters, what you got for us this week? It seems like we've got an anti-Semitic theme going on here. There's some ethnic studies course that's anti-Jewish. Yeah, this is part of that uh, reaction, if you will, against that new uh, ethnic studies program they're trying to instill in the schools starting next year. And uh, it, it praises... Uh, Socialism condemns capitalism and praises the black nationalists and, and uh, some of the communist leaders of the past and uh, a number of the Islamic uh, leaders around the world. So that's what they're teaching to the high school kids. And, of course, the uh, Jewish organizations have reacted strongly against this as being uh, anti-Semitic, which, frankly, it is. But they've got the organized power that perhaps they can do something to stop it and get reconsideration of the entire program, which is faulted in many different ways, just not anti-Semitism. Well, I mean, clearly, if you've got anything related to that black liberation theology, that Reverend Wright uh, kind of stuff that, that President Obama was steeped in, as well as Oprah Winfrey. Oprah, you know, tried to tried to act like she didn't have nothing to do with that Reverend Wright. Um, but, you know, as well as the Fer- Louis Farrakhan's. I mean, uh, the, can, can we see a pattern here of what's happening 
in this country with the left, the Marxists on the left, partnering with the Islamists. They both want their natural partners, even though it, this is why we got to remember that Islam is not really a religion. It's a political movement that hides behind religion to try to get it over on people. They and the Democrats have one goal in common, and that's to, to centralize the power against the people. And in order to get that over, they've got to marginalize the Judeo-Christian principles and values as well as uh, Americans, conservatives, Christians, and Jews in this country, and they are indoctrinating children into this. This is astounding to me that this is going on. They, I mean, it, I, I, every week you come on here, and I think, no wonder, 13 schools, all 13 <laughs> high schools in Baltimore, none of them know how to add 2 plus 2 because they're spending all day learning this kind of nonsense. I agree, and then uh, you get L.A. School District where the uh, the head of the schools, Butner, uh, announced happily that these been real progress in test scores. And guess what? That went up 1% in the reading uh, score, which was also one of the lowest in the countries, and 1% in math. Are you kidding? They're down to 20, 30% of kids being proficient in math, and, and, and they're happy that they went up 1%? I don't know. It's like, okay. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 that's like, that's like neat. Uh, y'all forgive me. It's been a long week for using a really bad analogy, but it's like, you know, if you if you weigh 400 pounds and you lose, you know, you know, four ounces, I mean, you know, really, you know, is that anything to brag about? You know, it's like it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's really something else. And I did a little further research in this new sex education curriculum yeah. that's just starting this semester. And they have a whole page, whole section on sex toys. I didn't I missed this in the what? past. Yeah, they, they got a section to present. uh, uh a program to the kids in one of the lessons about sex toys and that they're uh, uh, a sure way to keep from passing uh, disease to each other. And they, they they even describe how they got to be sure to clean them before they pass it <gasps> off to for moving one hole to another. And, and if, by the way, if you don't have enough money, quote, then you could use cucumber, carrots, <gasps> and bananas to make great dildos. This Are is you... actually in their, oh my God. in their report. The, for California, or is this? Yeah, uh, this is California. What ages? Is this high school, or it doesn't even matter to me? This is uh, this, this is seventh in, grade, seventh graders. Seventh grade. This yeah. is so <laughs> disgusting and perverted to me. Oh yeah, it's just the more I read into this, the more shocking and, and disgusting it is. It's just really pornography, is what it comes down to. It's pornography. It's sexualizing children. It's stripping them of their natural sense of modesty. Um, you're, it, it, it's, um, I, I don't even have enough where I am. I'm in such in shock on, on this that I'm even having trouble putting words together. I can't even imagine having to sit in a class. Seventh graders are what? 13, 12, yeah, 12 sometimes 12 13. and 13 years old. And they're being forced right. to hear this girls in front of boys. I mean, when I was, I, I thought I was pretty like mature for 12 and 13. I mean, I, I would have been embarrassed to have, you know, some discussions of how to use, uh, you know, uh, feminine hygiene products in front of boys. I mean, this is absolutely, dis- this is, this is pornography perversion. It's sexualizing children and any teacher that is willing to speak these words and to to a child, you are disgusting and foul to me. Absolutely disgusting and foul to me. Yeah, just part of the plan to destroy our education system and ruin our culture and our kids. Yeah, it's about I, ruining I, kids. And, and you know, is. you you put you you combine this kind of pornography being taught to them with the fact that in other parts of the curriculum they teach them how to give consent to adults. The end game here is 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 
legalizing pedophilia. That's yeah. ultimately the end game. It's it's yeah part of the end, part of the the ultimate plan is to tell them there's all these different genders and transgenders is, is all this kind of stuff, but the ultimately the next area of it is pedophilia. Uh, they're trying to turn us into Sodom and Gomorrah and we're, to have no morals left in this country. Yeah, no sense of family and love and and loyalty and and faithfulness and, and marriage. They just it's it's just about having sex and that's that's the end of it. That's not good for our culture or for our kids at that age or any age right um the brazil i saw an article that afforded to you i didn't didn't the president down there who um i didn't actually read the article and i don't know if you had a chance as well but i sent it over to bob to review if not for tonight then another night i guess the president of brazil said we're not going to teach this in our schools yeah it's he he really took a stand he's uh uh, really eliminated transgender pro-gay ideology from all the schools and is ordering all textbooks to be revised as well. And all has to be done within the next six months. Oh, do, uh, do you so know why? Is, uh, is it because yeah, he's, he's Christian conservative? What's it, what is his state of position on why? He's, he's well, he's, uh, he's against uh, the transgender and pro-gay ideology. And he's, 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 he's been highlighted when he got elected as, as like a Trump candidate. Okay. He beat, he beat the left-wing candidates dramatically, and he had uh, 59% of the evangelical Christians voted for him. So he, he won, and yeah. he defeated the teachers' union in Brazil. Right. And then uh, <laughs> he said he's really taking it to him. Well, good. He's you know, here's what I would line. say. Here's what I would say even to my OBGT friends. Take away whether or not you're pro-gay or, or pro-this. Yeah. How about just the fact that you know kids should be allowed to mature and develop sexually, emotionally, and mentally uh, at their own pace? It should be up to parents. They try to get this over under the guise of disease control or anti-bullying when what it really is, is is going around the parents to push their agenda. How about it's not about pro or anti-anything. How about just going having our schools go back to being about just straight-up education and not introducing all this sexual stuff in, into schools because it's just yeah. wrong to propagate this and to push this onto onto children. Um, you know, Bob, it's like, I, I it's like teaching capitalism is uh, is filthy and nasty and and uh, yeah. abhorrent and and racist. It's yeah. like, well, where does it end? I well, agree. Well, Bob, I hope you have a great weekend, and I appreciate you so much and what you're doing for kids and, and bringing it, these, uh, the, this, all this stuff to our attention. It's really, really important. This is the battleground, America. This is the battleground. Is. They're doing this because these seventh graders are going to vote in a few years, and where do you think they're going to vote? All right, I've got to leave it there, Bob. Thank you. Before I go to my next break, I'm going to go to the phones. Don's on the line. He says he's got a joke for National Tell-A-Joke. Don the Preacher says he's got a joke on National Tell-A-Joke Day. What's your joke? Make me laugh. Make you laugh on this weekend. Have a good weekend. I'm not going to preach to anybody this weekend. I was sitting at a picnic table with five of my best friends. You know, we were having a good time. I pulled out a jar of, well, a container of yogurt. I looked at it after eating it. It was delicious. Why is this yogurt special? I was reading the ingredients. I said, oh, there it is. It said right there in front of my face, this thing was having live orgasms. Okay. All right. Well, and I said, <laughs> okay, ra- we got to wrap it up. That's funny. We go on. Well, it's live organisms. Oh, that's really in it. Yeah. I oh. got it mixed up and I said that out loud and everybody kind of like looked at me funny. <laughs> well, thank you for calling in. You made me laugh on national tell a joke day. I appreciate that. Yay. Good job. 
Good job, Don. Thanks so much for being here. All right. All right, uh, call in for the book, 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170 if you want to win Liz Wheeler's book, Tipping Points. Later on in the show, we've got our Friday Funday segment coming up about the Princess Diana the Musical and our Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. AM 1170, The Answer. This is Michael Medved at michaelmedved.com for Town Hall. With much fanfare, the New York Times launched the 1619 Project, commemorating the 400th anniversary of the arrival of the first 20 enslaved Africans in Jamestown Colony. The Times misleadingly announced, though America did not even exist yet, the arrival marked its foundation, the beginning of the system of slavery on which the country was built. This sentence constitutes a dangerous lie because the new colony in Virginia hardly marked the beginning of the system of slavery, but rather the continuation of an ancient universal system that flourished in some form everywhere in 1619. What made America unique wasn't slavery, but the freedom and opportunity offered to most of the New World arrivals, resulting within 150 years in higher living standards and more widespread liberty than anywhere on Earth. I'm Michael Medved. Alliance Defending Freedom, Protecting Religious Liberty. Check the ad at townhallreview.com. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Dennis Prager here inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour, a tour through the land of Israel in December 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. Walk the ancient temple steps, sail on the Sea of Galilee, and so many more unforgettable moments. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your opportunity with expert guides and important lectures at key sites. We'll be together in the comfort and safety of luxurious accommodations the whole time. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. An extraordinary adventure to Israel can be yours. Join the Stand with Israel tour with Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher happening December 2nd through the 11th, 2019. Learn more today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Bill Holland with the answer on Wall Street. Stocks higher today, up 1.5% on average, still down 3% in the month of August, and up 14% for the year. So, was it a dead cat today, or could this just be a, a midsummer technical consolidation? And support levels were well tested all week. China asked the U.S. to go one-half way on trade talks 
and even with all the doomsayers, some with a political agenda sounding like Chicken Little, our economy continues to prosper. Rate inversion hysteria evaporates and with a five-point spread to the 10. This does, however, still call for a Fed rate cut. Housing starts down 4% in July, permits up 8.4, GE up 10% after falling 11% yesterday as a media mouse accused him of fraud. GE's CEO buys 2 million shares of stock and the analysts on Wall Street debunk the charges. Deer up 4% after a miss and this as we head for the summer doldrums on Wall Street. Bill Holland with the answer on the day on Wall Street. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Glad to have you all here with me for our Friday Fun Day segment. And I'm super excited. I don't know how many of you all know out there how much I love musical theater. Um, my poor little brother was forced to watch me um, perform The Sound of Music many times over. I'm just, I love it so much. And I'm thrilled to have with me here uh, tonight Karen Sokoloff Javits to talk about a new musical that she has written. To honor Princess Diana, who died this month, 22 years ago, and she joins me now. Hi, Karen. Welcome to the show. Hi, Andrea. Isn't that amazing? It's been 22 years. Uh, It's it's hard. Yeah, it's hard to believe it has a whole generation of people have been born and and grown into Mm -hmm. adults, many of which now probably don't even know about her. Why? What what inspired you to write this musical? Yeah, well, I actually wrote it um, a little while ago, um, but I tell you, it was it was her. It was her compassion. It was, uh, you know, how she tried to help everyone, whether you had AIDS, leprosy. She felt their pain, mm-hmm. and she was so relatable to everyone, you know, yeah. and you could feel her pain through her marriage to whatever, but it was really her compassion, and I was devastated when she died as mm-hmm. millions of people were because she was you know she could have done so much more and she's only 36 and uh, I just sat down at the piano after she died and I was just inspired to write songs about her and for her because it was good therapy for me I was so you know upset about it and oh, I-, I didn't know I turned I turn it into a musical later, but that's what happened. Well, I think it's a wonderful idea, and I think it's a great way to pay tribute to her because any of the, mm-hmm. those of us who stayed up all night like I did to watch uh, the yeah. service, to watch that casket roll through the streets quietly uh, as yeah. uh, the, the uh, Charles and Prince Philip and, and Harry and William followed I behind, know. and then oh. to get to that ceremony, I mean, so many people think of Elton John and uh, the song mm-hmm. Candle in the Wind. She loved music, and I think that it's, it's such a phenomenal way to tell her story through music mm-hmm. in a way to, to have more people know and, and remember who she was, because her legacy mm-hmm. was one. I'm so glad you talked about the pain, because when I think of her, I think of uh, so much in spite of her incredible beauty, her incredible mm-hmm. life that she had and privilege. Her story was one of a lot of heartache and pain. And I do think that mm-hmm. that was part of why she did so much charity work and was so connected and wrote to so many people and stayed a pen pal to so many people and poured her heart out mm-hmm. because I think she understood heartache and pain, didn't she? Oh, she totally did. One of the reasons was when she was six, you know, her parents divorced and her, her mom left. Her mom had to leave because he got custody because he was a Spencer. And so she just cried and cried because her mom wasn't there. They'd see her on the weekends, but her mom would cry. And then she had to take care of her little brother. 
Charles was his name too. Yeah, she felt a lot of pain through that. Well, uh, but on the uh, and in the course of writing a musical about her, you couldn't do the, her entire life, even though she died tragically at only thirty six. You couldn't tell right. the whole story. So you're focusing on uh, her courtship with Charles and her marriage and divorce. Yes. Right. Uh huh. And you know, and her, you know, empathy for people. We have a great song called "Hope in My Heart" because mm-hmm. to me. That's what she gave us, you know, hope in our hearts. Well, I think that um, there's so many different aspects. There's so much about her life that's so fascinating, as know, well as in the courtship. And and uh, and to be able to tell it all in song is such an incredible way to do it. Okay, so wrap us up. Tell everybody um, how they can get more information, and uh, as um, well as your albums and, and your work. It has been produced, Andrea, in, in about 15 cities oh. in the United States at a community theater. And if someone's interested, interested in producing it, they can go to hitplays.com. And uh, I've put a lot of my Diana songs on YouTube, okay. you know, with, with videos about Diana. And so you can just go to YouTube and type in Javich, my last name. And, and I also have a website, jmrproductions.com. You know, this is San Diego. We're a very large town. We've got the theater community. We've got everything from, you know, the old Globe to North Coast Rep to uh, all kinds of little, you know, little uh, theaters Mm -hmm. here in San Diego. And I just hope that somebody's listening now and the people that I know in the theater community here uh, will will bring the show to San Diego. I think it would be absolutely fantastic. Well, thank you for being here. Karen Sokoloff-Javitz, thank Uh you so much. Everybody go to her website, jmrproductions.com. Thanks, Karen. Uh Have a great night. Thanks so much, Andrea. Thank you. Bye. I love me some uh, Princess Diana. All right. uh, You know who I love? Hero of the Week, Benjamin Netanyahu, for having the chutzpah to tell them, too, from the squad, no, the door is shut and locked tight. Uh, Stink of the Week is the squad and for their anti-Semitism and how low that they decided to go against Israel. Hey, thanks for being here tonight. Happy National Tell-A-Joke Day. Thank you, DJ Carrot Sticks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to be right back here Monday, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Have a great weekend. Peace out. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 